Good morning. Yom Rishon, Sunday, Parsha Lechlecha, Tov Shin Pei Gimel. We're continuing the Shir on Likut Halochas, Yoredeya Chelek Aleph, Hilchas Ribis, Halocha Hei, Paragraph Yud Ches. And we dedicate the learning, Le'ilui Nishmas, Yerachmiel Daniel Ben Gedalia, Rosa Bas Itamar. And also for a complete refuah shalema for all those that need it, including Chaviva Chana Bas Galia, Yuspehendel Bas Gitaleya, Sorochel Bas Yuspendel, Avivilona Bas Yuspendel, Soraleya Bas Chavalibo, Boruch Mordechai Ben Tali, Nasi Yehuda Ben Tali, Yehuda Ben Soramaya, Nisim Ben Rivka, Simcha Sora Bas Ahuva, Chaim Arye Ben Brocha, Idis Bas Miriam Brindel, Yehuda Ben Rivka Rochel, Yehuda Leib Yitzchok ben Zahava, Rus Alexandra Estochaya bas Luna Patricia, Mazel bat Zahava, Jonas ben Hilda, Moshe David Elio ben Risha, Eitan Yoel ben Edna, Tov Yitzvi ben Chaya Liza, Ami ben Chai ben Yehudas Gila, Besoich Shara Choyli Yisroel. Rab Nosenzal is writing now about how things are going to be when Moshiach comes, Paragraph Yudches, Vaoz Daiko Yizku Hakoil Lahakir Vlodas Oisis Borach Beemes. And then when Mashiach comes, everyone will come to really recognize and, and understand Hashem. Kamashikosov, as the Posik says, Ki Kulam Yedu Oisi Lemiktanam Vadgdoilam. Everyone will get to know me, Hashem says, from the smallest to the greatest. Because when we speak about revealing the truth, the most important truth is revealing recognition and understanding of Hashem. Because Hashem is the essence of truth. As the Pesach says, Hashem is true forever. And each and every single person, according to how distant they are from truth, from honesty, that's how distant they are from Hashem. The closer that a person is to the truth, to being completely honest, to that degree, that person is closer to Hashem. Avol, however, for a person to achieve the real, real truth about life and about everything, that's something that a person can only achieve when the person has free choice and the person goes through many, many difficult tests. As we find by all the great tzaddikim, they were not to achieve the highest truth without going through many tests and challenges. 
The first one was Avram Avinu, who had major difficult tests neged kol ha'olam against the entire world. Shehoyu Malayim Sheker, which was full of falsehood and lies. Va'amru she'etzlam ho'emes. And they said that they, they know the truth. Ad she'omru al-Avroham she'humin ve'koifer. To the point where they called Avram Avinu an atheist and a, a, an apikoret because he didn't believe in idols. Because the whole world was into idol worship at the time. Ve'hishlichuhu le'kiv shona'esh. They actually threw him into a fiery furnace and they persecuted him tremendously, as is written in a Medrash in the Gemara. And Avram Avinu passed all the tests. And that's what enabled him to be the first one to really broadcast the truth to the world. He began to inform people, the world, that there is a true Hashem who rules the world and who supervises over everything. And so to all the great tzaddikim after Avram Venu, all of them went through major tests and difficulties. But the real greatest revelation of the truth on the highest level, will be achieved through Moshiach, who will come at the end of these final days, where now we're living at a time where the world has become inhabited with a lot of people, 9 billion, 10 billion people that we're up to. And when we talk about many people, diversity, we're talking about many different opinions. There's such an incredible variety and spectrum of, of opinions, of ideologies. That's the many that we speak about, that the world, that it's, things started out with one Hashem, and today we have many. As it says in the beginning of Echa, it says there, Rabosi Bagoim, and the Medrash says, Rabosi Badeos. You know, multitude, a multitude of opinions. Umoshiach Boitzen Sidkosoi, Yizke Lahasig Ho Emes Lamitoi. And Moshiach, through his incredible Tzidkos, he's going to be such an incredible high level Tzadik, and that's going to enable him to achieve the highest level and purest level of truth. And to reveal and broadcast the truth to the world. And then we'll have the complete and final redemption. And then we'll see the fulfillment of Hashem's intentions as to why Hashem created everything. We'll see it fulfilled completely. Because this is really Hashem's main intention in creation, that this creation should go from, from koyach, from potential, into full, full actualization. 
And when Hashem began this creation, that's when things started multiplying, becoming many. As we learned earlier, that's what created a potential for Sheker to get involved. And the world became more and more until the world came many, many, which is what allowed the Sheker to even become stronger. And therefore, the truth is, look what happened. Look at all the disasters that happened. A mabul, just in this past week's parsha, parsha Snoya, first there's a mabul, Hashem wipes out the whole world. You figure, they learn, people learn. No, 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 they didn't learn. A couple of, a short while later, they're building a tower. They're going to go fight Hashem, Rahman al-Islam. And one after a call, all of the destruction and all the mess-ups. And it's only the tzaddikim in each and every single generation who are to the truth they are the ones who sustain the world in every single generation, ad shebesoif, until at in the end, when there's going to be more and more people and more and more diversity and differences and opinions. That's the real focus when we talk about many, many opinions. And the sheker is going to be incredible. There'll be such diverse sheker, such a variety, six billion flavors of sheker. Then the true Redeemer, Moshiach Tzikenu, will be to clarify the truth through his incredible efforts. And then Hashem's name will be glorified to the highest degree as a result of the highest and purest level of truth being revealed from among the most diverse sheker, the greatest variety of sheker. Paragraph Yutes. Question, just a moment. Question, why is it impossible to perceive the truth without withstanding many trials and challenges? One of the reasons is because we are a combination of two. We are a combination, we human beings are a combination of heaven and earth. Heaven, we have an ashama. That's a chelik elukami mal. That's a piece of Hashem, a soul that's literally a piece of Hashem. We have a body that's a piece of dirt, a body that's formed from adam, adam, adama, dirt, and the body cloaks. The body is a case surrounding the neshama, and the body clouds the vision of the person. When the more body, the less neshama. Rabbi Nezal writes in chapter 8, in the second half of Likud Imran, the last shir that he gave in his life, he writes, there's mezayna de gufa and mezayna de nishmasa. There's body food and soul food. 
and they're on opposite ends of a seesaw. The more a person feeds the body, the more a person gives in to the bodily desires, the weaker the soul becomes. The more the person subdues and suppresses and overcomes all the bodily desires, the higher the soul is able to soar. So here, these challenges, these tests that a person goes through in this world, where there's this choice, um, is the body going to decide what I do, or is the soul going to decide? Am, am I going to choose to follow the will of Hashem, or to go against the will of Hashem? Each time a person has one of those challenges, and succeeds in making the right decisions, the right choice, the neshama goes higher and higher, the soul becomes higher and higher, and reaches higher and higher levels of closeness to Hashem, which means closeness to the truth. Paragraph Yutes. This level of truth that's going to be revealed when Mashiach comes, there's no Malach and not even a Sorof. Sorof is the highest level of angel that's able to achieve that level of Emes. Rak Hatzadikim Amitim, Sheomdu Beni Soyon. It's only the true tzaddikim who passed the tests and was able to reveal the truth in a place like this on earth where there's such diversity of sheker from this materialistic world where there's so much ribuy. This world is the furthest thing away from Hashem, from all the other worlds that are much closer. The Olam Ha'atzilus, the word Atzilus means Eitzel. That's the closest world to Hashem. Then comes Bria, then comes Yitzira, then comes Asiya, which is the furthest, furthest one removed. And when these tzaddikim succeed in revealing the truth here, this brings them closest, close to Hashem, to the highest possible degree of closeness. And this is really the ultimate purpose for which everything was created. And therefore, even those angels who are called truth, like we spoke about in the previous year, even they couldn't understand and realize the true depth of Hashem's wisdom. And therefore they opposed the creation of man. And that's why the Medrash says, the angel of truth said, do not create man. Because even though this angel, his character trait is emes, still, that angel couldn't achieve the full depth of Hashem's wisdom. Lahasig Amita Soemes to achieve the real truth, Sheyisku Hat Sadikim Basoif, which the Tsadikim will achieve 
in the end, by them being able to stand up to the test, to pass these tests, in this Oilam HaSheker, and that's why the angel of truth said to Hashem, don't create man. Because the angel of truth saw that the moment Hashem is going to create man, that's when Sheker is going to come to the world. That's when things are going to be done differently from what Hashem wants. And therefore that angel couldn't stand that Hashem should go ahead with the creation of man, because usually, emes cannot stand sheker. People who are honest, when somebody lies, they go nuts, they can't stand it. And Hashem himself says, a person who lies, I can't have him in my range of vision. I don't want him in my sight. Get him out of my sight. But the truth is, even these angels who are called emes, they were mistaken. Because even though their intentions were true, but they could not achieve and understand the real truth. Because the real truth, a person can only achieve from this world. By passing the tests. This explains why the Medrash says, Hashem took the angel of truth and threw him down to the Eretz. Which means Hashem distanced the angel from himself. Because Hashem does not want that kind of truth. Even though the intentions are true. But they weren't to really realize what Hashem's real intentions are. Because they weren't in this world where there are choices. And therefore, they didn't undergo the purification that one experiences when they're in this mud, when they're in this physical world. To clarify the truth from within a place of darkness and falseness. That's why Hashem decreed, take Emes and throw him down to the Eretz. Because that's the solution, that's the bureau, that's what will refine and purify the emes. By the emes being thrown all the way down to the ground, to earth. Through this, the emes will become purified and refined through the true tzadikim. And then will be revealed the purest truth. 
They'll be to realize and understand Hashem's real intentions. Which was impossible to achieve while these angels of Emes were upstairs in the penthouse over there, where there is no sheker, there's only purity. Because the Midah of Emes in the form of these angels cannot understand, cannot achieve Hashem's Emes. That could only be achieved by coming down to this world and be refined through the true tzaddikim. Just this morning, a close friend told me a story about a young man, beautiful, beautiful young man, grew up in a from home in Eretz Yisrael, not a from home, a very from home, very religious, a Torah dika home. Torah, Torah, Torah. And went to yeshiva, elementary school doing well, high school doing a little less well, difficulties, challenges, and, and parents don't understand him completely. They know they were taught Torah, 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 period. It's Torah or nothing. And it's 100% Torah or nothing. Everything else is, is nonsense, period. The boy... Uh, reached out to other people, reached out at one point to grandparents who understand him better. And the parents were horrified because the parents consider themselves much more religious, much more tyrannic than the grandparents. And they, they said, this is, this is horrific. This is mamish against the Torah. We're his parents, etc., etc. And they tried to prevent this, but the, the boy is already 17... 17 going on 18 and the boy reached out to the grandparents again again P.S. on Shabbos Shabbos is Emes we learned here Shabbos the Gemara says even an Amoritz is afraid to, to lie on Shabbos Shabbos is Emes and a Torah home that's wall to wall Emes the, the, the boy things went further and the boy almost made a decision to leave home but Moitzoi Shabbos one of the parents reaches out making believe they're trying to be friendly. Let's go for a walk. Let's talk. And the walk was just to divert him as a means of being able to take away his phone. And that's the straw that breaks the camel's back. The boy makes a decision. Goodbye. This is not my home. They don't understand me. They don't know how to deal with me whatsoever. He leaves home and goes to his grandparents. And a person would say, I don't understand. It's a Torah dika home. The Torah is emes. What, what, more, what better could there be? The answer is we see an example in the Torah. Hashem says to Moshe Rabbeinu, these Jews are rotten. Get out of the way. Let me destroy them. Step aside. Okay, step aside. I'm going to destroy them. We're going to start over, bring up a, a, a new nation. Hashem did this already a couple of times. So no, it's not like this is a precedent. We did this once. We wiped out the whole world, not just the Jews. And then Bovel, what's the big deal? Moshe Rabbeinu here step aside and he says, that's not what Hashem wants me to do. He doesn't want to destroy them. He's testing me. Because Hashem said, I'm going to bring forth a new nation from you. From you. Imagine 
Bnei Moshe, not Bnei Yisrael, Bnei Moshe, everybody's going to know that me, it's all about me, me, me. Just like in this week's parsha, in Parsis Noyach, it speaks about a group of people who got together and they said, let's build a, let's build a nivne lonu migdol venase lonu shame. We're going to build a migdol it's going to reach up to the heavens and we'll make a name for ourselves. So the Zohar Kodesh says, what kind of tower reaches up to heaven? The answer is simple, a shul, a yeshiva. That's a tower, that's a, a house on earth that's reaching up, that's trying to connect to heaven. So there are many people who build yeshivas and shuls, not for Hashem's name, my name, because I want to see my name in lights. You'll be the president, I'll be the rabbi, I'll be the vice president, and we'll, we'll make a name for ourselves. I will be my family, me, I, my, all of that stuff. And the Zohar Kodesh calls that the Tower of Babel, of Bavel. That's the Tower of Bavel, Rahman And again, here's, here's an example. There's MS. person would say the parents are 100% right. The only thing they speak about in the house is Torah. What could be better? And, and there are phones that, that thousands of rabbis say are treif. Something's treif. Of course you don't keep it. What, what's the shaila? The, the shaila is that, that, that this is all emes. This is all the emes of the malachim. This is all the emes of the malachim. And, there's a, and, and we see the results of this emes. Thousands, thousands of kids from religious homes are leaving, leaving homes and leaving religion because of this emes. Thousands. Every week, there's, there's a Mishpacha magazine. This week, a five-page, ten-page write-up of OT. They gave it already a name. We know there's ADD and QUZ. Today, everything is Rashi Tevas. So there's OTD, Orthoderech. We don't even have to say the words. OTD, it's a code, and it's cool, it's cool. And it's the thousands of families that are in horrific, horrible states person would say there are many people who would think it's easier to have a kid die, drop dead, than a kid leave to really have to look at my son who grew up religious and, and anti-religious, smoking on Shabbos, telephoning on Shabbos, nothing worse. And, and it's because of this MS of the Malachim. It's because of the, it's, it's MS, MS, MS. It, it's not the real intentions of Hashem. It's only the highest level tzaddikim who amasig the emes lamitoi. We know again, the Gemara says, that there was a Russia Marusha, one of the worst Rosham of all time, King Menashe, who, who insulted Hashem in the most incredible, he encouraged people to worship idols. And one point Hashem decides, we're, we're done, I'm done with him. Cannibals, in those days there were cannibals who would eat people, they got hold of Menashe, put him in a big pot, and they're cooking him. And they're cooking him, and he realizes it's all over. And he starts calling out to his yellow pages, his, all, his variety of idols, if you're anything, save me, otherwise I'll know you're nothing. And he goes down the whole list, he finishes the whole list. Finished. The only one left is Hashem. And he says, okay, now it's your turn. If you're anything, if you're real, save me, otherwise I'll, I'll know that you're like the rest of them. And the, the Gemara says the Malachim, Malachim heard this, and they set up like in a football team, linebackers, blocking to make sure this tefillah cannot reach Hashem. And the Gemara says Hashem dug a tunnel under the Kisei Akovoy, the tunnel, in order to receive that tefillah. In order to, just like the, the Yarizal reveals that Bilam Harosha, 
Bilam, who, who's worse than Bilam? Who's worse than Bilam? Bilam tried 35 times to curse the Jews and Hashem twisted his tongue every time it came out as a bracha. And in, his, and in his attempts to curse the Jews, at one point he says, Tomois nafshi mois yesharim, may I die a proper death, usehi acharisi kamoihu, and my end should be like them, with them, with the Jewish people. And the Arizal says those words were said with a certain sincerity. Bilam harasha, this goy came back begilgal as a Jew. What kind of transformation? What has to happen in heaven to convert a goy to, a, to convert Bilam into a Jew? The Arizal says Arasha, Novel, Novel, the one who, who showed tremendous disrespect to Dovar Amelch. Dovar Amelch almost killed him, and, and Avigail saved his spirit, his life. But the Arizal says Arash, a Jew, Russia, he will have a tikkun. He will have a tikkun in the end. So we see again that there's MS and MS and MS. And the only, the only ones who are the real connoisseurs of Emes, who real, are the tzaddikim amitim on the highest level. We know that in Torah, there's a branch of Torah, secrets of Torah, that's called Chochmas Ho'emes. That's how it's referred to in all this form. Kabbalah is called Chochmas Ho'emes. What do you mean? Gemara is not Chochmas Ho'emes? What? The answer is Chochmas Ho'emes. Gemara is definitely Emes, and it's Kodesh, very holy. But in MS there are levels. In Torah there are levels. There's Pshat, Remes, Drush, Soid. And they're not the same. The Kisei Melech, one of the most authoritative commentaries on the Tikkun Ezeir writes that 30 minutes of learning Tikkun Ezeir is like 30 days of learning Gemara Rashi Toisvis. So there's levels and levels, all kinds of levels. Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi was the one who was to reveal the, the Zohar. Manishtana Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi from other great tzaddikim. The, the one Manishtana from Rebbe Liezer, his Rebbe, his, his Rebbe's. Rebbe Liezer Agodol, Rebbe Yeshua Ben Hananya, Rebbe Akiva, Manishtana, 13 years in a cave. 13 years living on water and bakzer, carob. 13 years of lying in sand. Covered up most of the day, no clothing, covered in sand to preserve the clothing for when they dive, when they dive, they put on clothes. Otherwise, they lied in sand. Coming out of the 13 years, the Gemara says his whole skin, his whole body was blisters from the sand. And his father-in-law, Rabbi Pinchas ben Yor, sees him and he bursts into tears. And he says, woe is to me that I see my son-in-law in this kind of condition. And Rabbi Shemar Echoy says, woe would be to me if you didn't see me in this condition. Because of this, this is what made me Rabbi Shimon Bar Yechoi. This is what made me different than all the Tanoim. That he was given the, the privilege to reveal Chochmah Soemes, to, to document the Zohar Kodesh and the Tikkun Zohar and the Zohar Chodosh, and, and where the Zohar Kodesh says, Ki bezoyar do yifkun min galusa. This Sefer is going to take us out of Golos. This highest, highest level of Emes, in this world, down on this world, is going to take us out of Golos. Any questions? Question again, why, why is it that, why can the highest level of truth only be perceived in this materialistic world by overcoming challenges? Why is this truth higher than that of the angels? <clears throat> the answer is, I, I mentioned this at Shalashuris yesterday, that one of the great Sadiqim, Rabbi Avram, Rabbi Nachman, said that the tzaddikim, the, the highest tzaddikim, 
are going to repair the world. We know that Hashem created a world and the world got broken. There was Shvira Sakelim and Odom and Chave Eitzam Sadas, and the world got broken, shattered, messed up. <clears throat> and Rabbi Avram Ramachman writes, as do certain other tzaddikim, that the greatest tzaddikim are going to repair the world to such a degree that it's going to be better than new, better than had it not been broken. A person would say, I don't understand. That doesn't make any sense. You're going to tell me, I have a car, the car breaks down and they fix the car. You're going to tell me they fixed it. It's better than when it was new. <coughs> One of my rebbe's, Reb Nachman Burstein, Zichon of Rocha, had this question and he said he struggled with this always. He always wondered about this. <coughs> and then Hashem answered the question for him. He had a couch in his house that he bought and the couch he used for 10 years, 15 years, and then one of the legs broke. Told the, the, the person, got it repaired, got it fixed. Three years later, four years later, the leg breaks again. They fix it again. Now it breaks a third time a couple of years later and he figures maybe it's time for a new couch. So he gets in touch with the person he bought the couch from and he tells him what happened. The guy says, no, 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 listen to me. We got a new kind of glue now. There's this new kind of glue. You're going to see I'm going to repair that leg. It's going to be stronger than the other one, than the one that never broke. You're going to see that you can take a, a sledgehammer. You ain't going to break that, that leg. <clears throat> and he said he reminded himself of what, what Rabbi Avram Rav Nachman said, that the tzaddikim are in a position to make such a tikkun that it'll be better than new. Here again, there's the emes of the malachim, which is a certain degree of purity. <clears throat> we know, I remember growing up as a kid, we were taught about kashras, that in the United States, when they write ingredients on cookies, and it says pure vegetable shortening, pure means if it's 98% pure, <clears throat> the federal government allows you to say pure, no problem. But it's a lie, it's not pure. There's animal, there's horse in there, there's pig in there. It's pure vegetable shortening. Pure, pure, pure. That, that's this. And, and he, here again, there's this level, there's a certain level of emes, and, and Rabbeinu Zal, Rabbeinu Zal teach us that it's only through Yerida that a person can achieve Aliyah. It's only by coming down to Bemokim Shebalei Tshuva Oimdim that's another example. A malach is a tzaddik omor, never did a sin. He said, the balchuva, the one who does, did commit a sin and repaired it and corrected it, he went into the mud and from in the mud came out and corrected it, he gets to a higher place, a higher level of truth than, than the ones who never committed a sin. Should one engage in discussion with those people who are using the truth of the angels to disqualify others? The answer is that the Zohar Kodesh says, Zako mandamalel al udne deshama. Ashray to the person who is able to speak to a set of ears that are listening. There are certain people who believe they're right. I'm right and my way is right. And they're not interested at all whatsoever in hearing another opinion. They don't want to hear. They... <clears throat> The, and and it, even if it were the, even if it, if, if it were true, they'd rather be wrong. They'd rather be wrong and perceive themselves as being right than have somebody come along and tell them that they're wrong and they have to change their ways. That's what Rabbi Nezal speaks about Nitzachim. Rabbi Nezal says that one of the blockages from being Zerche to Emes is the Midas HaNitzachim. When a person wants to be right, 
I'm right. I'm right. My way is right. And, and, and that's the most important thing in the person's life, more important than truth, more important <clears throat> than considering hearing what somebody else has to say. And maybe that's even more right. Maybe even if I am right, maybe there's a better way. There are some people, they don't want to know a better way. This is what I do, this is what we do, and that's it. Not interested. Not interested. So a person has to st- understand who they're dealing with very ki- first before they engage in such a conversation. I mentioned also this Shabbos, an interesting point. <clears throat> we were learning Sipurim Isis, and there's a story in Sipurim Isis, the story of about Phila with about feelers, makar of people, all kinds of people, <clears throat> and they become his guys. And then there's this country that's in big trouble. They worship money, 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 money. Only that's that, that in God we trust, with the, the dollar. That's the, that's the God, most important thing. And it says at one point, some of the Baltfila students, they didn't ask his opinion at all. They didn't ask his opinion. They went on their own to that country to try to repair them. <clears throat> and it says they went and they were, well, came up, no results. They were not successful at all. They came back and they told about Fila, those guys are nuts. <clears throat> they say if you have so much money, you become a star. And if you have more money, you become even a, a bigger star. And if you have more money, you become an angel. Could you imagine? The Baltfila said, that's terrible, but I'm, I'm afraid of even worse than that. It can get worse. And then they told him, and now they're going even further. They're saying a person who has enough money becomes a G-O-D, becomes a God. He says, that's what I was afraid of. That's what I, I knew that that's where it's going. And that's the real problem. In God we trust, and, and the God is the dollar or the euro or the yen. And then it says the Baltfila thought it over. It says, and he decided he's going. And sure enough, he goes and he succeeds. He's 100% successful. And I mentioned, one second, what, what's going on here? These are the people who, who became close to the Baltfila. How could it be, Rabbein Azal writes there, that they didn't ask his opinion whatsoever? Says it in the story. And they went under, what are they, nuts? What are they, crazy? The answer is no. What, what's wrong? I don't, I don't ask a rabbi, when I want to put on tefillin in the morning, I don't ask a rabbi if I should put on tefillin or not. I have to ask a rabbi if I should go. There's people there. I want to be Makar of people. I have to ask permission. The answer is, you better believe it. You better believe it. In Judaism, it says, Moshe Kibbal Torah mi Sinai, u Mesorah li Yehoshua. Moshe Rabbeinu got the Torah from Sinai, gave it to Yehoshua. Yehoshua wasn't the only one Moshe Rabbeinu taught. He had many Talmidim. But there was a Yeshua who was given the right and the privilege to be the one to pass the torch to the next generation. The Yeshua There's a concept of smichas chachomim, that in Judaism a person has to have authority, has to be given authority by his rabbi that he's qualified to teach, he's qualified to paskan halacha, he's qualified to state an opinion. Otherwise, it's a jungle, it's a zoo. Each person thinks he's a darshan, he can talk, he can teach, and we see a lot of problems coming out of it, Rahman al-Islam. Sometimes the Rabbein Azal says, when a person is being makar of people, those people in their original state are a combination of good and bad. And if it's not the right person doing it, their bad will attach itself to the person who's trying to be makar of them and bring him down or bring her down, Rahman al-Islam. 
Not so simple. So a person needs it, needs needs to know that. Uh, and here again, we find in Likud Emaran, in the commentary, the Parparois Lechochma, Rab Nachman Shirin, in several places, in Torah Samachalef, in Likud Emaran, and in the second half of Likud Emaran, Torah Dal, it has a whole major piece speaking about Rabbein Azal passing away, and how in these chapters in Likud Emaran, Rabbein Azal alluded, giving a smicha to Rab Zal, giving him a smicha that he's the one who will be qualified to take these teachings further. We know by, by the Arizal, it says clearly in the writings of the Arizal, that right before the Arizal passed away, he made an announcement. He said to all of his students, none of you have permission to teach what I taught you, because none of you really understood this wisdom properly well enough to be able to, only Reb Chaim Vital, he is the only one who has permission to go ahead and teach this. We find by Rabbein Azal, when Rabbein Azal came to Uman, and he engaged the Maskilim, these people who swore that they will never mention the word G-O-D, never say anything like that, period. And Rabbein Azal engaged them, and Rabbein Zal himself was careful. He never said any words of Torah in their presence. If Rabbein Zal was speaking at Var Torah and one of them walked in, he changed the topic, the weather, mathematics, anything else. And they saw, they, they knew that, they felt this, that he's not saying because he knew they are such a level of tumma, you can't say Torah, can't speak Torah in their presence. And without speaking Torah, Rabbein Zal played chess with them and was Makar of them to the point where in a few months, within a few months, they, for Rosh Hashanah, they came to join the Breslavers. There was no Ukrainian war at the time, no missiles at that, but they were masculine. They came to join, and when the maid offered one of them coffee, so what do you talk, before Tkiyas, no coffee before Tkiyas, Shoifer, he brought them to that level. And Rabbein Nassau told all of his students, no one is allowed to talk to them. Not even Rab Naftali Zal. Only Rab Zal is allowed to speak to them. And there are stories a little bit how Rab Zal engaged them afterwards. And it says at one point, Rab Zal was like tearing his hair out. What did Rab Zal want for me to have to engage? These guys are the worst. They're crazy. They're, they're so anti-Hashem. But Rab Zal was makar of them to the point where when, when, when the, during the big machloikas, Rahman al-Sun, one of them came over to Rabbi Nelson Zal and said, give me, give me the word. In 24 hours, there will not be any of these guys will not be alive or they won't be in a position to bother you at all whatsoever. And Rabbi Nelson Zal said, no thanks. That's not our way. Our way is only tefillah. Only tefillah. So we see the, the dangers. What do you mean? What teaching Torah? What could be wrong with teaching Torah? The Torah is emes. The Torah is emes, and I'm emes. I'm religious. Look, I have tzitzis. I put on tefillin this morning. I went to the mikvah. There's emes, and there's an emes that says, don't create man. There's an emes that says, all Jews should be dead. They all deserve to die. I remember my Rebbe, Rebbe Michal, one time when he heard some of the news going on in the world, not today, not today, but 20 years ago, he heard some of the things going on, he said, it's a good thing I'm not Hashem, because if I, I'd, I'd machine gun, I'd kill them all, I'd wipe them all out. It's a good thing Hashem is running the world, because of some of the things we see sometimes, that to us, it looks like there's no other solution, just have to burn everything down, Rahman al-Islam. Vialkein, Vialkein, and therefore, 
after Hashem threw the MS down to the earth, and the, and the angel said to Hashem, Hashem, what are you doing? You're insulting your, your insignia, your seal is MS. So Hashem, they said, Tala MS Minoretz, raise up the MS from the Eretz, from the Eretz. As soon as they said that, Hiskim HaKadosh Hashem agreed with them. Kemuvan B'Medrash, as it says in the Medrash. Kigam Kavonas Hashem Yisborach Because this was actually Hashem's original intention when he threw the Emes down to the Eretz. Sheenishlach Emes La'Oretz, that the Emes should be thrown down to the Eretz. Sherochoit Mo'oid Meho Emes, which is very far from the Emes. Kishom Horibui. In Eretz, as we have all of this diversity, MS is one. In Eretz, you have all of this diversity. Rochik me'echad b'yoyser, as far removed from echad. Sheshom achizas ha-sheker mo'i. In this world, as we have the greatest variety of sheker. V'shom daiko yizbarer ho-emes al yidei ha-tzadikim. And it's down here on earth that the true tzadikim, by going through all the challenges and tests and everything, they will be the ones to be mevarer the emes, to, to, to come up, to realize the true interpretation of the Torah and emes. And as a result of this, the emes will rise forth from the eretz, from the dirt, from this earth, in, in, a, in a super perfected state. As the Pesach says, emes me eretz titzmach that the emes will sprout forth, will come forth from the, from the Eretz. Note the first letters of emes me'eretz titzmach are emes. This is in the Zohar Kodesh. There's a whole discussion on this in the Zohar Kodesh. nitzmach The truth will come forth and grow and blossom to the highest, highest levels. That's when the emes will be complete. And, and the people will realize the, the real emes, the kaniskarleil, as we discussed earlier. This is also why we see after Rabbeinu Zal passed away, <coughs> it's brought that it was a test for his students even. There were students that were older than Rabbeinu Zal that came to Rabbeinu Zal before Rabbeinu Zal, number one, and some of them were older than him in age. And different levels of tzaddikim on their own. And therefore, it was difficult for them to accept Rav Zal's authority or guidance in any way. But some of them did send their children to Rav Zal. That much they understood that he's the one who's qualified to do the kiru, the outreach. What, a person has a father who's a rov, a Talmud Chacham. Well, what's the problem? We know Rav Zal, one of the 13 stories that Rav Zal told was Maisa mi Rav uben Yochid, that there was a Rav who had an only son, and the son was thriving, learning and davening, but something's missing, something's missing. And he doesn't know what, and he goes to his friends, and his friends tell me, I have to go to this and this tzaddik. What do I have to go for tzaddik for? My father's a rab, my father's a rabbi. Mabai. Aren't all rabbis the same? I mean, he learns Torah. Are there two Torah, there's two different Torahs? The answer is there's emes and there's emes. That there's levels and levels. And not every person who learns Torah is qualified to teach Torah. And not every person who's qualified to teach Torah is qualified to teach 
the, the very religious people and people that are less religious. So people that have more questions and less questions. Paragraph Chof. And this is what the Pesach says in Tehillim, chapter 51. You want the truth? You will, how are you going to achieve Chochmah? means the kidneys and Sosum, hidden. Because this explanation that we just gave regarding this Medrash a person who's looking for the real truth, a person who really cares about their future, the real future, not the future in this world, that they'll call me Rabbi, Hagaon, Harav, or whatever. He wants the future, Olam Haba. Not to fool themselves, the person studying what we just learned will be able to derive true advice an incredible encouragement infinite encouragement so that the person will remain solid in their connection to Hashem to remain solid and pure and connected to that truth that's rooted in us, that neshama, that pure soul that Hashem has given every one of us. And nothing will be able to mess him up in any way. Nothing will be able to confuse him or to block him in any way or to convince him or seduce him in any other way to push him away from Hashem. No matter what the person goes through. And even if the person knows that they did many bad things, that they did many wrong things, I'm not at Sadiq. And the person feels and realizes that they're far from Hashem, they're far from Torah. And on top of that, he's getting punished, he's getting beaten up with all kinds of suffering, and pushing rejections, to try to block him and push him away from the real truth, from true closeness to Hashem. And despite all of this, the person will not listen to all of that whatsoever. He'll, he'll be able to ignore and block out completely all the obstacles, all the things that are beating him up, all the things that are blocking him from getting rakistakel bechol pam al nekuda so emes. But rather, the person will always look at the, the real truth, that pintle of truth. The yoim rabaliba in the person will say in their heart, Afal peaking, despite that, so what? I don't care. I don't care that I made mistakes. I made. A, I did a lot of wrong. I did. I don't care. The, the fact is, there's a Hashem. The fact is, I'm in this world, and the only thing to do is to try to get close to Hashem. Echo emeslamitoi. What's the real truth? Is the real truth what some people are trying to tell me? 
is the real truth that everyone has to be learning full time and if they're not, they're losers, they're rejects and everything, is the real truth that Yiddishkeit is cookie cutter, that it's the same for everyone, or is that not the real truth? And a person who will, be, who will focus on the real truth, the person will remain strong and remain connected to the truth always, always. The most important thing is The most important thing is that a person should not allow, not allow the emes to be used as a tool to keep him away from the emes lamitoi. They're going to show him proofs from the Torah to stay away from Bresla, stay away from Rabbi Nachman, stay away from the, stay away from the Zohar Kodesh, stay away from this. Because the most powerful thing, the most powerful tool that the Yitzhahara uses to keep people away from the real truth is emes, supposed truth. As we see in real life, that all the machloikis in Klal Yisrael, all the machloikis in the religious world, is all coming from Emes. Those people who oppose Sadikim, who oppose Hasidim, they say that they're the mess, they're the Talmidic Chachamim, they are the voice of Hashem, they are the Torah. And Rav Nosanzal says this same thing is true in every generation. Especially in the generations right before us. Rav Nosanzal is talking about his time. When there was the major machloikis of the learners, the learners against the chassidim. The learners saying that we are Torah. And the Machlekes was very, very serious. This wasn't a little thing. And it went, it got, got to a, a matters of life and death. And there are many, many people that sank, that fell down, that left Yiddishkeit as a result of this. There were many divorces that were caused by this. People, rabbis, who told somebody to, to, to divorce their husband because he's a, he became a chassid. And there are many people who lost out on their oilam haba and their oilam hazer as a result of this machloikas. As is well known, this is not, this is something that, that's well known to people who know about the stories, what took place in the generations right before me, Rav Nosanzal writes. Our parents and our forefathers told us. And what was, the, what was behind this machloikis? Emes! We stand, we're standing for the truth. There's the, Reb Michal used to say that Khrushchev, Khrushchev, who was the head of the USSR during communist times, he came to, to the United Nations, here again, to know what, what a cesspool the United Nations is. 
what a zoo, zoo I'm, I don't insult the animals, a zoo is a much better place than the United Nations. Khrushchev came, they invited Khrushchev, they invited Arafat, Khrushchev, all the, the, the good speakers. And Khrushchev started speaking there and there was some noise, people laughing at it, the clown. He took off his shoe and he banged on the podium in the United Nations and banged. And he said, we in the USSR, we stand for peace. We want peace. And if we have to destroy the whole world, there'll be peace. If we have to wipe out the whole, there will be peace. That, that's, that's, that's Emes. That's the Emes of Khrushchev. Ki, Ramosazal writes that, here again, the Iker of Machlekes was about Emes. Ki ato onu yoidim shegedoyle haloimdim shecholko gedoyle chasidim Rav says, now we know that some of the leaders among the Loimdim at that time, the Vilna Goin, others, they were tzadikim gedoilim amitim. They were true tzadikim. They weren't conservative. They weren't reformed. They were orthodox. They were very learned in Torah. And their whole opposition to the leaders of the Hasidim, who were true, holy, awesome tzaddikim, hoyorak machmas emes. The machlekes was all based on emes. Shegedoyle haloim demomru sheho emesitam. The leaders of the misnatim said, we are the, this is Yiddishkeit. This is true Yiddishkeit. That's a circus. Hasidim is, is, is for losers. They thought, they believed that the leaders of the Hasidim are far from the Emes, they're far from Torah. They go against the Torah because they were told all kinds of lies and, and against the Hasidim. Rab Nusantel says, as I heard with my own ears a lot of this, regarding the arguments that the Misnagdim had against the Hasidim. Especially for my father-in-law, my father-in-law, the Goin and Tzadik, Reb David Tzvi Arbach, who was called the great Reb David Tzvi, Shohoyot Tzadik Godoyl Kamefursam. Rav Nosan writes he was a great Tzadik, V'cholak Harbe al Gedoyl Chasidim, and he was very, very opposed to the leaders of the Chasidim, V'hakoyl Machmaso Emes Shaloy, and all because of his perception of Emes. U'kemoykein hu b'chol doer v'doer. And Rav Nosan says the same thing holds true in every single generation. We'll pause over here. We'll continue Mitzvahim tomorrow, hopefully. How does one access this pintala of Emes Lamitoi, which is buried deep inside every one of us? The answer is through tefillah, through Torah, by learning Torah, with a lot of tefillah, sandwiching the Torah with a lot of tefillah. Remember, Abnasan Zal once gave a shir on Mikut Alachas. And when he finished, his, his Talmidim were looking there, wow, we're ready. Give me 58 Saharas, I'll beat him up, I'll kill him. Then nobody can get me to do anything wrong. And Rav Nosanzal said, our words, if you don't sandwich them with a lot of tefillah, heaven help you. For a person to know that learning alone isn't enough, a person has to beg Hashem, Hashem help me be to understand what I'm learning properly, to be to the emes or emes, to the emes lamitoi. 
And by coming close to true to these tzaddikim, to these great tzaddikim, and watching them and listening to them, watching how they conduct themselves and trying to come as close as we can to them.